Hi, this is Jean-Jacques Taylor, and you're listening to Jock Talk. This is a podcast where I talk about the Cowboys, the team I've covered as a beat writer, columnist, TV insider, and radio host for 28 years. I'll also talk about the NFL and the things I love, working out, streaming, food, and all things Dallas. My boy, Big Joe and the Big Rig, one of my oldest friends, produces the show and occasionally chimes in with his thoughts on the Cowboys. After all, he's a lifelong Cowboys fan, and he played high school, college, and semi-pro football. Welcome to Jock Talk, where sports is fluid. What's true today might not be true an hour, a day, or a month from now. I'm going to give you the truth straight. No chaser. Glad to have you aboard. Let's get it. Welcome to episode 68 of Jock Talk, my friends. I hope you are prepared to be entertained and dazzled for the next hour or so as me and Big Joe and the Big Rig go over the Super Bowl and talk about your new Super Bowl champs, the Kansas City Chiefs, 25-22 winners over San Francisco. What's up, dog? What up? What you doing, man? You got a mouthful of cashews? Nah, man, I'm good. I'm good. I'm just trying to. Are you listening to Usher? I'm, I was listening to a little Usher, and uh, <laughs> you know, you know, I, hey, I ain't get permission to play no Usher, so I ain't play no Usher. So, oh, you know, it's okay. all good. We on episode sixty eight. Who come to mind? Doug Free. You got, you got Doug the people. Free, baby. That man said Doug Free. I thought you was going old school Herb Scott. Herb Scott too. Yeah, you know what? I was thinking Scott, but I forgot it was her. I was thinking Mike Scott, but yeah, Doug Free is the most recent '68, and he was Doug Free was pretty good at right tackle, very athletic, yeah, a, pretty good. You know, he was something like a cuss word to deal with. So I ain't got no love. For well, him. I don't. I'm not. I wasn't. Like, I mean, I know that you don't care about all that. I wouldn't. No, I, I mean, I understand you got a job to do. So I'll, always, always, not to go off on tangents, but always went the way. I looked at people, and the way you looked at people is different because you had to work with them. So from a this from, is a, from this a span is from a fan perspective, I always understood that about you when you said I don't like that guy. Well, that's I understood that. That's what I'm saying. So ain't no big deal. Uh, no worries. Hey, we want to take a real quick moment to tell you you still got time to register for two free tickets to the Mavericks game Valentine's Day night. Against the Spurs. I'm trying to hook y'all up. All you got to do is go to YouTube. Go search The Real Jacques Talk. Like it. Subscribe it. Leave a comment. That simple. Subscribe it. Like it. Leave a comment. That simple. That's all you got to do to register for the tickets. I'll do a drawing on a Tuesday morning before the show or during the show. We'll text the tickets to you. After the show, you'll have them in plenty of time to go to the game and enjoy yourself on Wednesday, but that's all you got to do to register for the tickets is go to the Real Jacques Talk on YouTube, subscribe, like, leave a comment. Just that simple. You can always find me on Twitter at JJT Journalist. Uh, I am Jean Jacques Taylor is the handle. You can find us on Instagram at the Real Jacques Talk. Um, duh. Uh, now, before we get started, I also got to tell you because. I uh I was at a friend's house watching the game around the corner down the street. And I tell you, man, the traffic getting home was like rush hour traffic on Friday at 5 o'clock. I forgot it. Everybody was at a Super Bowl gathering, whether it was small like the one I was at with a couple people or it was large uh, with some other gatherings. But it brought to mind, as I almost had a wreck, <laughs> that if you're ever involved in an accident and it's not your fault, what you need to do uh, quickly is called 972-934-8900. My friends at Greening Law, you simply tell them the details of your situation. Hey, here's what happened to me. And I'm telling you, real talk now, if they bring you on as a client, it has been one heck of a day for you because they handle everything. And I do mean everything. Why? They want you focused on two things, healing and renewal. They want you to get your mind right, get your body right, get your life back. It's really that simple for them. And to do that, they literally take care of everything. You need a doctor, they got you. You need a specialist, they got you. Whatever you need, they got you. Why? They want you focused on healing and renewal. It's just that simple. So they take care of everything. Um, they're experts in this field. They will tell you when to walk, when to run, when to stand still, when to turn left, when to turn right. And whenever you're going up against somebody else's insurance company, man, you want somebody who will ride with you, like Pat Mahomes. You want somebody who will ride with you. Greening Law will ride with you. Um, 
I can't tell tell you that. Uh, and uh, you know, Matt McLaren used them. He couldn't be more thrilled with the service they provided. I tell y'all all the time, you ain't gotta take my word for Green and Law. You can go to their website, greenandlaw.com. You can see the testimonials for people. You can see the lengthy, long list of awards that they've won for doing great work. So again, you ain't gotta take my word for it. But if you're involved in an accident, it's not your fault. What you need to do ASAP is called 972-934-8900. We've already had a couple of listeners do it. Um, hey, I'm telling you. They bring you on as a client. It's a great day for you. What a Super Bowl. I thought it was fantastic. Um, at the end of the game, I don't know about you, dog. Real talk. At the end of the game, I was rooting for overtime. Well, I was rooting for two things. I was rooting for San Francisco to get us, for uh, Kansas City to get a stop so Pat Mahomes would have to drive the length of the field to win it or send it to overtime. And then when we got to the end of the game, I was like, you know what? I ain't really ready for the game to end. So I want some overtime so I can see some more drama. So I was, I was thrilled with the ending. I was glad Kansas City won. And uh, to me, it was a great football game. Even though some people were bored early, I thought it was great defense, not bad offense. What would you think? I extremely thought it was uh, – I really thought it was uh, great defense, not, not bad offense. It was great defense. Both, both quarterbacks played well. Um, like I was, like I texted you earlier, the 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 Forty Niners ran uh, what they call cover six, which is like a blend of cover four and cover two. It's kind of like the rave in the NFL right now. It's the stuff that the Cowboys couldn't figure out. Like you play cover two on one side to the weak side, you play cover four to the strong side, which allows you to bracket. Whatever the strong receiver is, the strong side is where the best receiver is, even if you're outnumbered over there. So a lot of times right. in the first part, they was bracketing. They limited, uh, they limited Travis Kelsey to one catch in the first half. And the thing about it is, is when you really know your offense, when you really know your offense, you can draw plays in the dirt and figure stuff out. And that's eventually what Kansas City did. They had two great players getting it, getting down, and they had a coach. They had a great offensive coach. And, I mean, it was just good coaching all around on both sides. So it was great football. It was, this Super Bowl had everything. The the, the, the coaching, yeah, the players. Kelsey. Go ahead. No, Travis Kelsey, one catch, one yard the first half. Mm-hmm. He ended up with nine for 93. Mm-hmm. Uh, somehow Pat Mahomes ended up with 333 yards, two TDs, and a pick. Uh, 99 passer rating. Uh, he was fantastic when it mattered most. Uh, we'll get into him much deeper in in a uh, in a minute. Yeah, uh, yeah, but it was a very interesting, huh? No, I'm saying yeah, I'm agreeing with you. Yeah, let's let's let's, let's uh, get deep. Yeah, it's, it's pretty good. It was a very interesting game to me, and you know the the one thing I was taking from this game as I was watching it is too many times, and I've seen the Cowboys do it. I've seen the Cowboys do it to other teams, and I was very intrigued that. Andy Reid didn't do it, which is he didn't panic. Like this was, this, you know, it ended up being like a very long game. And I say that because early on it felt like San, I mean, San Francisco was on the verge of delivering a knockout punch because they were moving the ball, but they couldn't quite put it all together. And there were opportunities for them to really separate in the first half. And you looked up and it was still 3 nothing. And even when it was 10 nothing, you're like, well, they're on the verge. And then, you know, Kansas City went and drove and got that field goal at the end of the first half. And I, I was like, it just feels like San Francisco's dominated the game. Because at one point, at the end of the first quarter, I think they had an edge in, in uh, I think they had 125 yards to 16 and like seven first downs to one. And Kansas City had that one big play, and then they fumbled right after that. And they hadn't really done anything. They were getting their butts kicked on both sides of the line of scrimmage. And it felt like it should be a bigger lead. Yet it wasn't. Hey, they play. Dare I say they 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 very patriot like, where they don't panic and they wait on you to make mistakes to put them back in the game. It's very it's, it just it's reminiscent of, of of the patriot dynasty where they they didn't overwhelm you. They just waited on you. It's like they wait you out, and then you start making mistakes and they take advantage of them. Uh, it, it was a it, it was a great game. So many teachable moments in that game. Uh, the Pacheco, the way Pacheco, the way, way Pacheco played, 
uh, the two fumbles. They never they never took him out. They even ran. The quick pitch is one of the hardest things to do as a running back. You got to focus on catching that ball and looking at the defense and figuring out where to go at the same time. Some guys just do it like it's nothing, and some guys struggle with it. And they went back to it. They did it. You know, they ran that play again. And what they usually tell a right. running back when you run like that is you got to run the ball, both hands on the ball, all the way to the ground. So a lot of times when guys right. are falling, they kind of relax. But you got to tell them, run that ball all the way to the ground because I'm telling you, if you don't, a guy like me going to come along and punch that thing out. And that's what <laughs> happened to him. And then you saw him with two hands on the ball after that. I mean, it was, it was just, right. just just good stuff, man. It was, it was I, That's why I love football, man, to see people correcting stuff and it just the Chiefs, you know, the the, the thing that, that I don't want to – I'm not going to do this a lot. I'm going to try not to do this a lot. But guess what the Chiefs did? Three words, figured it out. They didn't let the damn thing stump them. The defense covered, the, you know, cover six stump them. That match zone shit stump them until the end of the game and score three touchdowns and lose by three touchdowns. They figured it out. And they never got away from the running game, even though it wasn't – they really wasn't punching people in the mouth. You know. No, they was getting dominated up front the first yeah. quarter and a half. Oh, oh yeah, but they stay, they stuck with it, and yep. um, you know, and then the, and then as, as Joe was saying, like I thought, you know, it's ten to three at halftime. They get the ball, okay. Let's see what the Chiefs gonna do. Pacheco fumble. I'm like, well, that just screwed them right there. And then uh, your boy throws the pick, and I'm like, oh, we are in the danger zone right now because if they go down seventeen three. I'm like, I don't know if I've seen anything that tells me they're coming back from that thus far. But San Francisco offense couldn't do anything. So when you talk about figure it out, the defense for Kansas City and Spagnola figured it out as well. Because, I mean, San Francisco was moving the ball early. You had the McCaffrey fumble, they ruined the drive. But they kept moving the ball. Yeah. But in the second half, there was a stretch from the second quarter to about the middle of the fourth quarter. They couldn't do nothing with, San Francisco, with Kansas City defense. Yeah, I thought they I thought they uh they came down and the Kansas City defense hurt themselves a lot of time. The fifteen yard penalty on Snead, a uh, couple of catches that he gave up, they hurt themselves because there's a lot of miscommunication. I think on the slant play that he gave up to number fifty Jennings, I thought he thought he had leverage on the inside. He thought he had some help. Nobody was there. Because Snead don't give up touchdowns. Right. And so there's a lot of miscommunication right, right there. But uh, what was the number one stat we was talking about with McCaffrey? Sixty some yards, and they what are they fifteen and one or something like that? And uh, yeah, yeah, they, the t- I think there was one and three when he had fewer than sixty five yards. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah. He he was he was doing his thing. You know, it was one of them things. Where it was like ah, it don't look good, but it's still Patrick, man. It's still Patrick. You don't bet against fifteen. You don't bet against Patrick. Well, what happened was to me is. The defense kept them in the game, so they they the chief, the San Francisco never separated from them. Yeah, they never got a they never made them leave their game plan. They never separated, and that's what I'm talking about when I say the interception was a point to go up was an opportunity to go up 14 points yeah. and really put pressure on them. Yeah, and make them feel like ah oh, damn. And then that's kind of when people start to make mistakes because that pressure to make a play will make you force a ball or make you try to do something out of the ordinary and boom before you know it there's a turnover now you messed up again and you know before you look up and there's a blowout but they never happened and then just like you said like even when they stopped them after the interception they punt them they down the ball a great play Conley was a beast on special teams today yeah, uh, yeah. they stopped the ball at the one yeah they forced the punt and then the mistake you talking about uh, kind of hit somebody. The other the returner tries to get it. He can't grab a hold of it. He and was trying sudden, to, you know, to dominate. Ray Ray McLeod. I like that name, Ray Ray McLeod. That sounds like some shit we used to make up on computer games. Dog, I was just finna say that. Yeah. I was like, that sounds like somebody we put in the game. Yeah, Upton Graham. I remember anyway. I had Junebug Jackson playing yeah. for somebody. Yeah, Upton Graham playing for somebody. <laughs> uh, uh, Damn. Back in the computer He played day. for the Hawaiian Marauders. There you go. He played for the Hawaiian Machetes, man. Come back to me, dog. Come back to the light. <laughs> uh, 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 that, uh, 
I will tell you, Ray Ray McLeod is the guy. That's a punt return. And he was doing his damn job. He was like, ball, ball. He was pointing the ball. The only thing he did yeah. wrong was instead of laying on that ball and getting in the fetal position, he tried to pick it up and do something with it. And so that's, yeah. that's what you taught on a fumble is, is uh, jump on that thing and, and curl up in the fetal position and, 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 and go ahead and protect the ball. But he tried to pick it up. Boy, that was a big break right there. It's like, man, let's do everything we can, the little things we can to win the game, and let's do something, the little more little things we can to lose the game, like miss the extra point, kick the ball too low, and, uh, right. you know, fumble the ball. It's, it's got to be frustrating for 49er fans, which I don't give a damn because I don't – I don't, I respect <laughs> the 49ers, but I can't stand their fans. And I got good friends, like I said the other day, good friends – and, and loved ones that are 49er fans, and they cool until they start talking shit about the 49ers. So, yeah. Well, quiet as it's kept. Uh, San Francisco is now 0-3 in the Super Bowl since beating San Diego Chargers in 1994. Uh, yeah. So they've been three times. Dallas has not been. Uh, I think they've been in the championship game eight times. But they still have no championships. And at the end of the day, for franchises like Dallas, San Francisco, Green Bay, Pittsburgh, it's really about winning titles, man. Uh, you know, some others, it's about getting there and, and experiencing it. And well, maybe even now the Chiefs have changed it. I would say but, that the uh, San Francisco 49ers organization right now is better than the Cowboys organization. But they oh, don't, I don't think there's any doubt about that. Yeah, they don't make me like them, though. They don't, they don't make me nah. – that makes me feel good that they was crying in their beer. After Dan Patrick throw that touchdown, <laughs> threw that touchdown pass, you know, watching Debo get yeah. uh, the sniffles and stuff. Man, I'm I'm sorry, man. I'm on one, man. But go ahead, go ahead. No, nah, I mean it's, it's okay. You you a Cowboys fan? You can yeah. you can relish in their disappointment if you want to. Yeah, don't bother me. Yeah, I ain't breaking no news. And if you mad, you mad. You know, I'm, I'm I'm just gonna <laughs> tell it like it is. Hey, <laughs> if my wife had the nerve cheer for the damn Forty Nines, I'm looking at her like what. Why? Because oh, I like the team from California. They play blah, blah, blah. You know, she just hear me talk about football all the time. So she got her own opinions, but she was, you know, she was clapping and cheering. And I was like, I think she's just trying to irritate me right now. But that's okay because <laughs> they got their ass kicked. And I didn't say too much the whole game. But when I got up, I just went, bow. I gave it, I gave it the pistol. Bow. That's what you get. See what I'm saying? So I'm <laughs> probably, damn, I'm probably sleeping by myself tonight, maybe. I don't know. Uh, it's, well, it's cold. It's kind of like cold. It's cold. Time. It's cold and rainy, so I ain't gonna be by myself. Maybe, 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 maybe on a warm night, she's gonna say, "Nah, you talk that shit on Sunday. I'm not sleeping with you." But it's, it is what it is. I'm a grown ass uh, man. Pat Mahomes, <laughs> thirty-four, forty-six, three hundred thirty-three yards, two TDs, an interception, ninety-nine passer rating. Ran nine times for 66 yards. He always uh, Secured runs. his legacy tonight. He always runs at the right time. It makes me think of the Bengals game in the AFC Championship where he just – he was he had the bum ankle, and he doesn't play – I mean, he's so surgical when he runs. He don't fool around with that. You know what I'm saying? It's like, man, yeah. uh, just a baller, man. A baller. No, he um – you know, he turned – it was a very interesting performance because uh, at one point I was like, uh, they he really having a hard time figuring out what to do because I saw him act like he was going to throw the ball and pull it back like two or three different times, which, you know, is obviously – Well, that's, that's not the, what I'm not – That's the cover six, though, because it looks like cover three because you got three, three safeties over four. And then you don't know who's dropping, who's coming, and you don't know which side is going to be four and which side is going to be man. Sometimes they man up on one side, they zone on one side. But then which side are the, does the defense call them the strong side? So it's kind of like which side do you flood and which routes do you do? And so him and him and uh, Kelsey started playing street ball. There was one route where he went across the middle. Kelsey went to, to his left. Patrick's looking at him. As Patrick is looking at Kelsey, Kelsey goes to the left, and he stops. And that's when Patrick kind of wanted to give it to him, and he stopped and he wheeled back and went to his right, and, and um, Patrick hit him for about seven yards. That's when they just start playing street ball. Yeah, he's probably making this stuff up in the huddle, like, "Yo, dog, uh, well, here's the play, hey Kelsey, you do this." Uh, well, they, the, the, the body the language, Vic- them guys, they they both got high football IQ. 
Right. So you can tell when you work with somebody, body language, you know, hell no, I'm doing this, this, and this. So the system is one thing, and then the way they play is another. And, uh, man, it's just, man, it's just football. That's why I love football, man. And and when it's played at a high level for the highest, for the highest trophy, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm jazzed, dog. Well, I'm juiced up. What uh, what I love is greatness, man. And I was uh, I didn't have a dog in a fight, but uh, I like greatness, so I wanted Mahomes to win because it's weird. Two Super Bowls is great, okay? It really is. I mean, mm-hmm. I won two Super Bowls in my career. I mean, what's anybody going to say to you? Nothing. But it just felt to me, it seemed like such a huge chasm between winning two out of four and winning three out of four. And the th- and so I, I took some real quick notes. So three, without any doubt, without any conversation, there's nothing you can three put you on a whole nother level. Because the only cats with three are uh, Aikman and now Mahomes, uh, Brady, Bradshaw, Montana. That's it. I mean, and those are all guys who. Not only are they in the Hall of Fame, or Brady will be soon, but you can't write the history of the NFL without talking about them cats. Right. Bradshaw, team, team of the 70s. Right. Montana, team of the 80s. Aikman, team of the 90s. Uh, Brady, team of the aughts. And so it's just like that, man. And so this, and I think the other thing you got to think about, man, is winning is so freaking hard. I mean, just think about it. I, was, this, I did this off the top of my head. Uh, you know, you got Breeze and Rodgers, two future Hall of Famers. Joker's got one ring between them. Yeah. I mean, one ring apiece. One ring apiece, yeah. Then you got a guy like Big Ben. And what we going to say about Big Ben? He got two rings. Def- the defense won him the first one. The first one, he was and awful. He, he did that thing <laughs> on the second one. Yeah, he, he did that thing on the second one. The first one, he made the right. game, game-saving tackle. You know, right. on, against I mean, the Lions, which yeah. says a lot for a quarterback. And then he didn't throw the touchdown uh, in the game. It, it that's was, what I'm uh, saying. Antoine yeah. Randall L. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, what are we going to say about Peyton? He was the man in that first one, and the Broncos carried him in the second one because he ain't had nothing left. Peyton ran into probably – he also ran into the damn Patriot train. And then, you know, he yeah. would have had more if it wasn't for them damn Patriots, you know, so – you know, that's a great discussion for another day. Yeah. Because cause you can get into that rivalry and be like, well, he could have had more, but the opportunities were there, but he couldn't beat the other guy. I mean, it could be a Joe Frazier, Muhammad Ali thing, or Ken Norton, Muhammad Ali thing. It's just, you know, you great, but the other dude's greater. And then there's Eli who's got two, and the only thing he did was win them two Super Bowl runs. But he did it with a great defense. And uh, he wasn't any good to me. I mean, he was just a guy during his career. He was streaky. Playoffs, he, he was, was very better. Yeah, 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 yeah. Playoffs, he was good. Yeah, yeah. I had the Troy Aikman right. discuss. I had so, the Troy Aikman discussion earlier with uh, my wife's cousin, who's a pretty good, pretty good sports guy. He, uh, we was talking about how Troy's numbers look pedestrian in the, in the regular season, but you put him in the playoffs. Because he was saying Mahomes should have won MVP instead of Lamar Jackson. I was like, no, nah, Lamar was the best guy in the damn regular season. But come playoff right. time, Patrick, Patrick is like Troy. He crank it up to another level. It just, it just uh, is what it is. about Troy? Because I've been working on a project about the early 90s Cowboys that I'm not going to get into. Uh, y'all, I'll tell you all about it one day. But the, the one thing I've read from Troy – uh, in doing my research, and I've I've read it numerous times in numerous years, and everybody, a lot of people talk this talk, but everybody don't walk this walk. Uh, and like I said, I read this in numerous stories in numerous years from Aikman. Was I don't care at all about stats. All I want to do is win. And a lot of people will say that, but they really do care about their stats and numbers. Aikman really didn't care. And if you look at them stats he had when they were really good, it was a lot of 21 out of 28, 215 yards, yep. one yep. touchdown. Yep. If that. Sometimes it was no touchdowns, no interceptions, or no touchdowns and one interception. Yeah, Emmitt scoring three because touchdowns. Yep. 
Emmitt scoring three or four touchdowns. Yeah. Because, and he was okay with it because all he wanted, literally all he wanted to do was win. And like I said, a lot of people say that as long as they get my stats. But he really lived it like I really don't care about these numbers as long as we win it. Uh, but I heard something today, and somebody was like, hey, nobody's had a career like Mahomes. Three Super Bowls, about 28, blase, blase, except Brady. Dada. I was like, Aikman had three at about 28. Yeah. The problem is his team, his owner and his coach couldn't get along. Right. And so they couldn't maximize their run. And that's part of the conversation. I'm sorry. That's part of the conversation I had. Because he said, man, what am I looking at? How great is Patrick Mahomes? I said, it's lightning in a bottle. If he can, if Andy Reid can hang in there a little longer, they're going to win more. If the guy that succeeds Andy Reid is somebody that he get along with, they're going to win if more. If he's George Seifert, yeah. they can win some more. That's right. You got to keep Barry that. Switzer, yeah. they ain't going to win no more. Nah. Yeah. <laughs> you you got you to keep that lightning in a bottle. You can't, you know, like like what, what, did, uh, what Bill Walsh went upstairs. He didn't go away. He went upstairs, right. you know, and so he was kind of there. But it was George C for team. But, yeah, so that's the thing is you what you're saying is the Cowboys didn't keep that lightning in the bottle. And that's why they no. – everything got away from them. Uh, yeah, it's all good. Aikman had three by 29. There so you go. Mahomes did get him by a year. Okay. But then Aikman after that, you know, didn't have much else uh, right. because the team around him just kind of fell apart. But uh, this this and you know the thing about it is, Mahomes did this thing with an average group of wide receivers. Yep. yep. Uh, yeah, the tight end is great. Yep. But the, the the cats on that team, I mean the receivers, average at best right now. Now maybe uh, Rice will turn into something better as his career goes on. But uh, you know yeah. right now, man, Rasheed actually Rasheed Rice had a pretty good rookie year. Yeah, he, that's a Metroplex guy, SMU in Richland. He came, yeah, he came in strong at the end, caught seventy nine yeah. for nine thirty eight, yeah, and seven touchdowns. Uh, but uh, the rest of them, Kadarius Tony, non factor. Now he wasn't even active. No, do you know some dude named Justin Watson? No, the tight end, uh, number eighty four. Marquez. No, oh, he, they got him listed as a wide receiver. Well, I think he was tight. Uh, he big, I know that, but yeah. You know, Sky Moore, know. 21 for 244 in the touchdown. Marquez Valdez Spalding, 21 for 315 in the touchdown. Yeah. I mean, Miko Hardman, he showed up late from the Jets, 14 for 18. They have no receivers, dog. Yeah. Well, that's they got we, Travis Kelsey, Rasheed Rice, and a bunch of guys named Willie. No, uh, you was going to say named Joe, but that's all right. I'm a, I'm but a, out I, of respect, I, I changed I, I to forgive Willie. you. Yeah, I know what the hell you was going to say. <laughs> but... Uh, this is what we talked about a couple of weeks ago. We were saying, I think me and you and Clarence was talking, and one of us said, I think Clarence said, this is the year that you get him. You got to get him because yeah. their receivers are not going to be this bad, you know, and win. <laughs> Again, no. I, the, the worst the worst receiving core I've seen that win a Super Bowl was the 96 Green Bay Packers when they beat the beat the Patriots, Bill, Bill Parcells' Patriots. Because everybody Desmond was hurt. Desmond Antonio Freeman. Desmond, no, Antonio. I think Antonio Freeman, Antonio Freeman might have been out, but they had Desmond Howard, Andre Rising, Don Beebe, and they did. Uh, they yeah. went. They went with three tight ends: Keith Jackson, Mark Chimura, and somebody else. They ran a lot of different offense. That's why, if you know your offense, and it's just not a bastardized version of somebody else's system, when you are the originator of your system, or you really know your offense, you can draw shit in the dirt and win the damn ball game. And that's what uh, Holmgren did with those Packers. So, you know, that's what I see when – that's what I saw Mike do. It's like I said, figure it out. Figure it out. You run your system, you figure it out, what's going on. I read uh, I read uh, Charles Haley's book, and he said when he was with the 49ers that uh, they would beat the hell out the offense and Walsh would stop the offense – and then him and Joe Montana would get over there drawing some shit in the grass and da-da-da-da-da. Next thing you know, they was unstoppable. And see, you got to have that kind of grasp on your offense, and I think that's what you're seeing with Kansas City. Let's stick with the plan. Let's calm down. Hey, Chelsea, you bump me one more time, I'm going to kick your ass. That's all I got to say about that. You know, <laughs> <laughs> Andy Reid, him and Andy uh-huh. Reid, it's like, man, you know. Uh-huh. 
we I've seen a lot about the bump. What what was your take on the bump? For they familiar with each other? It just comes out, man, and it's this this stuff that's for you know, you can ruffle each other feathers and it's stuff that's forgiven because they've been together so long. And you know what, man? I wanna I would rather go to war with you or go to football game with you and I got to calm your ass down whether than I got rather than I got to pump you up. You understand? I would rather you be trying yeah. to get get with me and going, Come on, man, we need to run two forty two left. He said, Man, Travis, shut up. Get your ass out of my face. We just gonna stay yeah. with the system. It's gonna come. You know, that's probably you know, that's I'm paraphrasing, I'm guessing the conversation, but yeah, he bumped him, but whatever. I didn't think uh, I think you know I had all my people on on uh, on uh, Twitter. Uh, they got to kick him out of the game. They bench him the rest of the game. And my whole point to that was, I didn't see any malice in it. Like he wasn't up there trying to attack him. This was more urgency. Like don't yeah. take me out the game yeah. like that. And to yeah. me, that's the difference. Yeah, that yeah. wasn't like you out throwing the ball. I'm finna try to whoop your ass. This is trying to get your attention. Hey man, we're trying to win. Da 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 da. Uh, or so, Mike McCarthy uh, walking back to the bench, putting his hand on CD Lamb, quitting ass shoulder. You know, I had to put that in there. He pissed me off. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Then that little but, podcast uh, so with him. Wait, the podcast with him and we're Mike. We're gonna talk and about that, 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 that. Okay, man. I'm sorry. We're gonna get to that next right, week, man. All right, man. Let me throw it uh, down. That's right. This this is about the Super Bowl. We got the Cowboys next okay, Tuesday. Man. We got My a lot bad. of weeks of them because uh, they ain't got nothing good to talk about right now. Roger that. Um, <laughs> so uh so the game is is uh it's uh 16 I'm trying to figure out where 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 I want to go. So it it's um you know cuz there's a lot of action going on in the fourth quarter. And so they tied the game is tied up at 19 going into overtime. But it's the drive to me man that um that sets up the overtime where you know it's uh it's Mahomes doing his thing. And then when you get to overtime, that to me was just like the quintessential Pat Mahomes doing his thing. So as the drive starts uh, at the 25, when the drive starts, I'm curious. They're down 22-19. They need field goal to tie it up. Overtime continues, and then the next score wins. Or they get a touchdown, it's over. When they get the ball, what do you think that they're going to do? Man, I think they're going to score. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty damn sure the 49ers. I mean, you think they're scoring a touchdown? Yeah, I'm pretty sure the 49ers knew when they kicked that damn field goal. Oh, hell. We, we, we done stepped in it now. Because you look at the bench, the way they were showing the bench, I think Brock Purdy looked like he's about to cry already. I'm just saying you yeah, got to know. You got to know this is not bad. This is not good. We don't get seven. This is not good. You know. No, you, you're right. And, and before we start talking about this final drive where Kansas City wins it, the unsung hero of the game, I mean, the guy who should get a lot of love and probably won't just because he's going to get lost in the shuffle is, and, you know, I'm still mad about this. I don't know if he's mad, but I'm mad for him. Yep, I know what you're going to say. It's Chris motherfucking Jones. Yeah. I'm sorry. Chris Jones, man, he may have only had four tackles, but he had two quarterback hits and both of them saved touchdowns. He saved his big-time pass rushes for the big moments in the game, Michael Parsons. See how he did that? Nah, and so, nah you can't put that on Michael, but all right. Because the rest of the defense I mean, played like crap, so you can't put that on Michael. I just, I just said, hey, man. You can't even put uh, Mike in that conversation. that's – that's a that's a conversation for Tuesday. So yeah. that um, and so that's how they ended up kicking the field goal because on third wait, and, wait, down, third wait, and wait. fourth for the you nine, mad? What you mad about with Chris? You not you you burn the lead? What you mad about? Because he because Kansas he, City didn't pay that man. That's his right. Money. That's right. That's what you you was about to jump over that. But yeah, that's I'm, I didn't like yeah. that either. I'm mad. They made that man sit out all the training camp, wouldn't pay him, and then they gave him some fake deal to make it seem like they paid him just a little bit, and they really didn't. And all he did this year was ball last year and ball out this year, and they should have paid that man his money. Some people you should just take care of um, because they're that good and that that, uh, they're just that good. 
uh, at a premium position. Yeah, defensive tackle, pass rushing up the middle. The way he could do it, that's a premium position, and he shouldn't have had to beg for his money. Yep, for sure. Okay, so that's what that's what I was mad about uh, Chris Jones. That being said, his pass rush forces him to kick a field goal, and so Chiefs get the ball. Hey, his pass. Yeah, thinking, the, the, you talking about when he knocked Purdy down for the damn the, when, yeah. when Samuel was uh, wide open? Yeah. Yeah. You're going to be hurting tomorrow. Oh, yeah. Samuel. Samuel's going to be hurting tomorrow. And so the drives goes, and right away, man, they got a fourth and one from the Kansas City 34 because Pacheco gets slammed for no gain on third and one at the 34. So they call the timeout. They talk over the play. What do you think they're going to do? I thought they would do some kind think of. Was gonna run? I thought it was going to be some kind of play action or something. Not what they did, no. Uh, yeah. Now my my the play I put out there on Twitter, and I was just talking was naked boot to Mahomes always works in that situation because most times you clogged up in the middle, and they did the next best thing. They gave him a run pass option, zone read. Uh, but I figured, yeah, yeah, I figured they would give him an opportunity to have the ball in his hands. Because he's the best player, and you just want him to make a choice and make a decision, figuring out that he's going to make a good one. So he goes for eight yards, and then right after that, uh, MVS has one of those weird plays. I didn't really think it was his fault because he got knocked off balance after about an eight-yard game, but in trying to keep his balance, he ended up circling back, and somehow he, he lost, lost four yards, yards on yeah. the play. yeah. I mean, it was crazy. So was, I was, it, was, was it weird or stupid? Was it weird or stupid? Well, I don't think he could stop himself. Like, his momentum just got pushed backwards. He was trying to bear crawl. I mean, I remember yeah. us having to do those drills. Get your ass down uh, on the ground. We, Get on the ground. If you don't hear the whistle. I think that's easier said, I think that's easier no. said than done in the moment. All right, then. In the moment, I think that's easier said than done because he caught it. Then he got knocked off balance, and so he put his hand down to get his balance. And as he was getting his balance, he ended up being backwards. Always watch the body language of the people on the bench. They was cussing his ass out. So it was was a stupid – that's why I say say it's a stupid play. If your bench is cussing you out going, what the hell are you doing? It's a stupid play. Well, sometimes I would would feel better if the bench – after they look at the tape, if they cuss, if they still cuss them out, because sometimes what you see during the game is not what you what you really think. That's why after the game they say, "Well, let me look at the tapes before I really tell you what I really." Ain't think. nobody looking at that because at the moment they won. He he uh he it was stupid. I'm gonna tell you it was stupid. Okay, man. Yeah, you ain't right. gonna you ain't gonna change my mind. Well, you're not gonna change my mind. So okay. second and thirteen, but it goes back to him to get seven, and then on third and six, here comes your boy. Rice on a crossing pattern for 13 yards, man, to the 41. And, um, you know, that keeps the drive going. And so they end up back there with another third and one at the San Francisco 32. Once again, your boy scrambles up the middle 19 yards. It's just like you said. He don't run a lot, but he seemed to run at the perfect time. Yeah. I mean, you thought – so you thought the fourth and one play – Going back there, that was an RPO? Or did you think it was a zone know, read? No, I'm just saying. It, I it, thought it was a zone read. Yeah, because RPO, we'll get into the technical aspect. That, that's some cheating-ass stuff right there. But, yeah, if it's RPO, it's no wonder he got open like that. Because RPO let the lineman get, like, two yards off the ball forward, and it ruins all the keys on the defense. That's why people run it on short yardage. You know, because it looks like it looks like run and it's pass and all that, and the lineman right. give you the worst. You know, when the tackle comes forward, it's okay, it's run. No, it's not. He's not two yards past the line of scrimmage, so no, it's really a run. And it's, it's just some bullshit to me, and I hate it. It's kind of ruined football. Because you're a defensive player. Yeah, it's, it's kind of ruined football. But yeah, yeah, it's, it's, man, it's just a master. He is a master of running when he needs to run. That's just, I mean, it's like he saved it or something. No, and then, uh, so after that, the first and 10 at the 13, and then Pacheco up the middle for three. And I thought Travis Kelsey made another nice play. I don't know how he got the first down on that middle screen 
for seven yards uh, to the three. And then I was like, I don't think there's any way they can stop. And I thought they ran one of the hardest plays to stop, uh, one of those pivot plays. And uh, if you don't cover it perfectly, it's just – I mean, Jerry Rice scored a million touchdowns on that from the one-yard line. This one was at the three. But that play is hard as hell to stop. Yeah, Dwight Clark, uh, the catch, the catch on uh, Everson Walls in Epson the back Walls. of the end zone. Yeah, that was kind of he went one he went one way, turned around, pivot, came back. And that uh, that was the ball game. Uh, Thirteen plays, seventy five yards, seven minutes, nineteen seconds. San Francisco made the mistake of giving Mahomes the ball with an opportunity to win. And, uh, you know, I don't really know what else you can say about Mahomes other than he is greatness personified these days. And I, I hope they keep the band together just so we can see what he can do. Because he's just hitting his prime, man. If they get him a receiver, uh, and maybe Rasheed Rice is that guy. Uh, you know, they're yeah, they got to get him tight end. They got to get him some more people that are actually receiver receivers, you know, that's played receiver in high school and college and all that. Not no Sky Moore and all of them guys <laughs> like that. Cause you can only, you know, you can only fool the people so many times, and you got so many years where Kelsey is going to be healthy enough to take the pounding, you know. Cause it's going to come a time where Patrick got to play without him. So, oh, you got to find yeah. somebody. I mean, at time, I think I would. This is just me. I would think that next year would be Kelsey's last year, because I think they'll either retire off a of three-peat or uh, just be like, hey, we gave it our shot. We got, you know, now it's time to go home. Yeah. Um, I would be yeah. surprised. You know, plus his brother says already said he's coming back and play one more year. Yeah. So I think they'll probably both ride off into the sunset uh, after next season. Uh, but it's uh, it's been a hell of a ride. It was a hell of a drive for Pat Mahomes. Uh, the one at the end of the at the end of the fourth quarter, uh, 11 plays, 64 yards. That sent it in overtime, and then uh, first drive in overtime. Uh, well, what do we make of Brock Purdy after this game, though? Brock Purdy, I think Brock Purdy is, is uh, all that. I think Brock Purdy gonna be a rich young man. That's what I think. I think he, uh, I think he played Brock. well. So I was looking. At you. Brock Purdy, go ahead. Twenty-three out of thirty-eight, two fifty-five, one touchdown, eighty-nine point three passer rating. I don't. Um, I, I don't look at well. the. I don't look at the numbers so much, but I thought. I thought he. I thought he played pretty good. I mean, he got to the damn Super Bowl. They got to the Super Bowl. He played pretty good. Um, he was not the reason they lost their game. You know, it, it, it's, it's the last. Per- I mean, it's, it's somebody got to win. You know, and it was like, I don't know. It ain't no moral victory, but they they played hard. They lost. They played well. They lost. And Brock Purdy, I think Brock Purdy is the real deal. All that old game managing and all that other stuff. Who played better in the Super Bowl, Cam Newton or him? I love me some Cam Newton, but Cam, shut the hell up. You know who does who? You know manager this and that, bro. Whatever that old that whole narrative is stupid. You know, every quarterback is a game manager. Some some win, some win. You know, some have more drive, a more part in the offense than others. But I thought, I thought Brock. They need to quit. They they, they need to quit jacking with Brock. You know, Brock. Brock. It's like how many times when Tony Romo got good, nobody brought up that uh, he was a free agent. Nobody cared about that. Pretty soon we'll be we'll stop caring about whether Brock was. Was Mr. Irrelevant and all of that stuff. He'll just be Brock well, Purdy. What happens is that will that will cease to be a. Uh, let me see. This is Brock Purdy's second year, mm-hmm. so that will cease to be a conversation in another couple of years. It's yep. still going to last for a couple of years. Yep. Because what happened is, and trust me, this will happen. Trust me, this will happen. Probably, well, next year. It'll probably happen at the end of next year. He's going to sign a contract extension because because he was seventh round pick. Um, he's going to be a fourth. His deal is up after four years. There is no fifth round, first round option on him, so his deal is done after four years. They can obviously put the franchise tag on him if they come to an agreement. But whether they put the franchise tag on him or they give him a four year, you know, two hundred twenty million dollar deal, 
as soon as he signs that contract and he becomes a $50 million quarterback, which he will be, then ain't nobody going to care about his seventh round anymore. It's going to be, can you win us a Super Bowl? Oh, yeah. Because you're making all this money. Just like who? Dak One Prescott. Dak Prescott. Don't yeah. nobody talk about Dak Prescott being a fourth-round pick no more. Yeah. They talk about Dak finna reset the market at the quarterback rate and make $65 million a year or whatever it is. Because the Cowboys want to get him signed in the next couple of weeks. So, you know, he only got another year or so of being mentioned as uh, as the seventh-round pick and Mr. Irrelevant. Pretty soon it's going to be as Brock, the uh, $50 million man, when you going to get us a Super Bowl. And uh, those expectations are coming. Those conversations are coming. And, you know, they just come with the territory. It's why you make the big money to put up with the BS that comes with making all that money. So uh, it's only a matter of time. But uh, I thought he accorded himself well. I think, you know, as you sum up the game, to me it's just San Francisco just had – opportunities in the first three quarters to separate and once they didn't you gave Mahomes opportunity to win it and you don't ever want to do that in today's NFL uh, give him a chance to win it because just like you said man probably San Francisco after they kicked that field goal they was like damn dog yep. Mahomes got the ball and Kansas City offense was probably like oh shit yeah. we got the ball and a yeah. chance to win it and we got all nah. day. we got all day yeah we ain't in no rush Mm-mm. And we got Mahomes? Come on, man. Yeah. F out of here. Yeah, we got all day. And so I think um, I thought well, it's Tony, a great game. I, I thought great Tony Super Romo Bowl. did a good job explaining overtime because I was losing my mind, too, when the clock was running down. And I'm like, why are they not calling timeout? And he was like, yeah, uh, yeah, you yeah, got yeah. another quarter, you know, in, in, in overtime. It's like a new game. Yeah, it's like, it's ah, just like yeah, yeah. yeah, it's just like the first quarter. For real. But well, uh, it was a great game. One of the best Super Bowls I've seen. Um, that was a low scoring game, but it was much more exciting to me than like the Rams and the Patriots, which was like thirteen to three. That game to me was felt boring. This oh, game you're talking about really the Jared, the Jared Golf? Yeah, that was awful. Yeah, yeah, that was awful. Yeah, that was a boring Super Bowl to me. This to me was taut, intense, yeah. and, and yeah. it was good defense. And I felt bad for Greenlaw, and you wonder how much that hurt San Francisco when he's running out for the field. To come onto the field and yeah. tears his Achilles. That uh, well, he, that was terrible. He hopped up and down, and then he ran out there, and boom, it's like somebody shot him. He curled up like that. Yeah, I, I mean, was like, you, know. you know, the thing to me, I was talking to a friend of mine, and uh, he was he played college basketball, I played college football, and he, we was talking about that Achilles. Man, if it, if, if it gives you a twins, then you go sit down. But I've never heard anybody say, man, my Achilles is bothering me, and then walk on the field and that thing pop. You cannot feel it when it's about to pop. It just pops. No, it just pops. And yeah. it normally pops when you do exactly what he's doing, which is pushing off on it so yep. that you can run yep. and explode. Although he wasn't doing an explosive movement. He, he just, just pushed off on it so he could yeah. run. And boom, that's it. Uh, I mean, it was sad because they were. I mean, them linebackers was killing it in that first quarter. Oh, I like them linebackers. And so you just, yeah, everybody does. What's not to like? And, no, I'm uh, saying you he's, just he's uh, short. He five. He about five. He listen me six foot. He about five eleven two thirty. He's short. Uh, I'm, I'm I'm kind of partial to short, stocky linebackers like that. So I don't know if everybody like him because I don't know if he went. He probably went in the sixth round. I know what's his name. <laughs> the other guy went in the fourth round. So they wasn't high picks. They was just well scouted. You know. Yep, some of your Dallas Cowboys need to do. Roger that. Find some well scouted linebackers come in and uh make some plays. Yes, sir. How about that? Yes, sir. Um, <laughs> but uh What you what you what you eat over there, man? What you eat over there at the praying house? Uh surprisingly not very much. Seriously, I didn't eat very much. Uh, I had uh, probably the equivalent of about four ounces of steak. Real talk, probably two spoonfuls of uh, potato salad. What they have over there? And, uh, Did they have raisins in a potato salad over there? See, I mean, that's just unnecessary, man. It's I'm just, just asking. I'm just trying to figure out what kind nah, of No, they had no damn raisins oh, over okay. there. I'm just, I'm just, you know. And they had a nice, they had enough, they had enough, they had a nice spread. But I had eaten before I left, 
And uh, I was really trying to be more sociable than anything. That's always a safe bet. If you don't know where repu- you, if you don't know where you're going or the, the level of food that people cook, I've I've always done that. Oh, uh, I know the, the I know the food was gonna be good. Oh, I just, okay. but I mean, I really, uh, I put it like this: I brought a plate back, and the plate I brought back has more food on it than I ate over there because yeah. I was really trying to watch the game. Yeah. And I really, because we had to do the podcast after the game, like I didn't drink it all over there. I had no interest in gorging myself and being all fat and full. Yeah. And so I was just over there with my boys watching the game and then uh, came back. So so let me ask you, you know, this. do the podcast. Did they like the yes. halftime show? Uh, Yeah. Oh, okay. I mean, I was good when Alicia Keys came on. That was a surprise for me. I didn't expect to see her. When I I posted on Facebook, when Alicia Keys stood up, it became a Lisa Keys show. (laughs) That red outfit was hitting. I was like, hey, when Lisa Keys stood up, it became a Lisa Keys halftime show. Argue with your mama. That's what I put on Facebook. (laughs) Hey, man. Hey, hey, hey. Everybody don't know about that. Some old people know, and everybody don't know. She don't always show that, but it was all good. I, I I enjoyed the halftime show. I know my people was like Usher, Usher, Usher. We got nine minutes to Usher. You, y'all do know it's a football game going on, right? Yeah, but it's nine minutes yeah. to Usher. Well, nine minutes was up. The quarter was up, and the coaches was talking about it. They said, can they hurry up and do that? Why don't they just go? I said, damn, they got to talk about the game. Usher going to get here? Like, man, what y'all tripping, man? It's just Usher, man. Usher came on. That food was dancing. I was dancing too. Hell yeah, we we enjoyed the hell out of it. Probably one of the better halftime nah, shows. It was... Now my friends, yeah, that, I don't, my uh... friends that have the raisin in their potato salad, they was on Facebook talking about that was awful. You know what, man? If you can't appreciate it, that doesn't mean it's awful. Yeah, well, it's just for the culture. That's what I'm saying, but yeah, I mean it ain't for everybody. Know. Now I can I can do Bruce Springsteen. I don't need I don't think Reba yeah. need to sing the national anthem no more. Her ass look tired. <laughs> All right. Post Malone, I don't know yeah, what I he mean, was doing, dog. Last year was Chris Stapleton. Chris Stapleton tore it up. I'm a country music fan. Uh but I'm saying Chris uh, Stapleton tore it up last year. I don't know. Reba look kinda tired. I, I didn't even I haven't more uh I like Usher. I don't love Usher, Usher, but I like Usher, and I was interested to see what he was going to do at halftime. But that's probably that may be the. I can't even tell you the last time I looked at a halftime show. You don't because they Usher? don't interest. No, I just like Usher. Yeah, I like if like I haven't listened to an Usher song on my on my Apple Music in forever. Mm. Although I did think it was funny that somebody said. What if they had gotten you know, special permission to get R. Kelly out of jail so he could have done his duet with Usher? Now, that not, that's not one of his. That's a good song, but that's not one of. That's not in the top ten. You know, I got the top. My top three is Yeah, My Way, and You Don't Have to Call. And see, is is a subject. It's a subject to anything. Ain't nobody gonna agree, disagree with me because Usher got so many hits. But I know you you don't you don't like Usher. I'm just I don't understand. I I didn't say that. I said I like Usher, man. You said you don't love Usher. No, I like Usher. I don't love him. I like him. I'm more of a Darius Rucker guy myself. So all right then. I mean, you don't have to take offense. No, I ain't. I mean, I'm I'm hooting the blowfish. I'm all right with hooting the blowfish. I mean, but. I don't even like Hootie and the Blowfish all that much. I just like Rucker. That's and he became good. a country guy. Yeah, I mean he was good too. He, so. was, he got some good jam, but he ain't Usher, dog. He, you know what, man? That's all good, man. That's all good. I, I, I enjoyed it. I have a very, I have a, I have a very eclectic music taste. Yeah, uh, so, me too. You know, me too. I'm, I'm not, that's why I said I like Chris Stapleton. And it ain't just Tennessee whiskey. You know, Broken Halos is a nice jam. All so, you know, yeah. All of that. Yeah, I'm questioning you. But all right then. It's all good. Um yeah, we had we had a nacho bar over here. What is my, a nacho bar? That's what I said. You was trying it, to explain that it, to me the other it, day. What is a nacho is it, bar? My bar is nacho bar. See that I couldn't help that. But anyway, uh 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 it's um so we had some cheese dip, like some ground beef and cheese 
dip that my wife makes. Yeah, queso. Whatever. It's ground beef yeah. and cheese. And uh, you want me to tell it, you're going to tell it. Ground beef and cheese, queso dip. And then we had uh, sour cream, guacamole, and um, 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 salsa. And you just kind of put it together. And you can either put it over the chips and cook it like that. Oh, shredded lettuce, shredded lettuce, guacamole, salsa with the queso with ground beef in it. It was pretty damn good. Because you cook it with the rotel and all that. It was pretty good. Yeah. So the first run was, was excellent. The second run, I put too much guacamole on that, but. I slugged it out though. I th- I thugged it out though. I got it done though. Did you not? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, uh, it was good stuff, man. And some big red. So it was good. It was good, man. You know, I, I the 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 and some big red. Yeah. Well, see, I spend before I retired, I spent so much time on the road, and so much time working that uh, I didn't really enjoy stuff. And I didn't realize that the Super Bowl was like a damn holiday. That's what you was talking about at the beginning with the traffic. And uh, yes, sir. it's kind of cool, man. The last couple of years been kind of cool. You know, you kick back. And uh, things have really slowed down for me, so I can enjoy a lot of stuff. So I enjoyed this thing with the family today. So it's all good. Then I get to hang yeah. out. Then I get to hang out with your no usher like an ass. And it just completes my day. Jeez. I never said I didn't like us. Man, I mean, I you got to. You supposed to love like usher, usher, dog. That's the culture right there, dog. That's, you know, Lil John, Lisa Keys, Luda. Uh, yeah. It's all good. I was, I was down with all of them. Uh, yeah. One the, of the reasons I didn't eat that much Who's the best all-time uh, Super Bowl the halftime all-time show? What? Super, oh, Super Bowl halftime show. What's the best one you've seen? Well, uh, you've seen, seen ever or seen in person? Ever. In person, ever, period. I don't know. I ain't, I, don't know. I ain't seen well, I mean, none of them you know, in person. Different if you. Oh well, I mean, I did go to twenty three, twenty four Super Bowls, so some okay. of them I seen in person made a bigger impression on me than some I seen on TV. Okay, with all of that, I say, one. I say, I say, pretty much hands down, Prince singing "Purple Rain" in Miami in the rain. And it rain, yeah. That's what Usher said on Club Say Say. We gonna have to talk about Club Say Say, dog. That's some bullshit. That's some toxic shit he doing over it? there. Cause it's. People earn each other out on that, and, and and it's all people from the culture earn each other out over there. It's just, it's just bad. It's, it's it's not it's not good. It's like you making money off of people misery. That's what I feel about. Interesting. It. Yeah, I just do. Right, we we'll talk about that Tuesday. Yeah, we will talk so about we, that we, in the block on. We Tuesday. gonna cover by, cover a bunch of stuff on Tuesday. I mean, football season over, Doc. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But now, uh, we got to talk about more things than the Cowboys. I think, uh, I think, uh, I've seen just a whole lot of them. I thought Usher was pretty good tonight. Uh, Prince was pretty good. Um, the Dr. Dre stuff, yeah, I don't know. It was all right. But uh, Prince was cold-blooded because what made me think of Usher on, on, on Club Shay Shay was he was saying, hey, you know there's a guy because Prince was doing – Playing the uh, uh, guitar in the rain and, and it started raining purple. That's what Usher said. And, uh, yeah, that that was pretty cool. Yeah, that's, that's that was a good show. Uh, the best national anthem for me was Whitney Houston, and uh, Chris yeah. Chris Stapleton was up there. He tore that shit up. Chris Stapleton, Whitney Houston, and uh, Jennifer Hudson. And then because Whitney Houston, I was in basic training, getting ready to go to the golf. She tore that thing up. And I remember being brainwashed at the time, thinking somebody gonna die. <laughs> wow. Was, well, I'm just saying they was no. they was getting me ready. So it's like, yeah, all right, then. yeah. We got fired up for that. You know what I'm saying? And seeing her sing that thing, yeah. So I really like the national right. anthem on the, on the Super Bowl. See who's gonna knock it out. Now Reba looked tired today. Uh, Don't hate on me. Don't be mad. Uh, she looked tired today. I didn't. Uh, I missed the national anthem uh, with Reba. I can't really remember too much about the national anthems over the years. I remember all of them. Or the, half, or the halftime shows. That's just my patriotic ass. I don't know. I love America. You like America? You love America? I don't know. Maybe you feel like America like you feel about us. I don't know. Depending on what day you ask me. I'm, I'm in a toxic relationship with America sometimes. 
Okay, now I, I can get it. down with that. I still love it though. Ah, okay. All of it. Yeah. America didn't delete my Twitter account though. <laughs> <laughs> that's a, that's a, boy. On, on that boy, note, boy, boy, wait, we, wait, on that note, we've been up, we've been up too long. Yeah, man. Yeah, and it's time for me to have a. It's time me to have a end of the night cocktail since I didn't have yeah, one that earlier. Was, that was way, way, <laughs> watch, way. Watch some there. highlights. That was. That was. I can't touch that out there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I ain't mad at. I told you I'll tell you all about it one day, but yeah. today is not the day. Yeah. Yeah. It's been. Hey, it's been. We good. always like to. Wait, wait, wait. Hey, outstanding, what, outstanding Super Bowl. Outstanding conversation about the Super Bowl. Outstanding halftime show. It was all. It was everything you want in the Super Bowl today, and I enjoyed the hell out of it. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, it was. If you, it's I mean, a great game. Yeah, it was a, a great, great game. game. Yeah, it's such a good game. I'm uh, I'm gonna stay up and look at a few of the highlights. Uh, probably because uh, my brain is. I'm tired, but my brain is not yet, so it's too early for me to go to bed. Yeah. Even though I'll be working out tomorrow morning at five o'clock, it's coming early. Roger it's coming that. quick. Yeah, uh, but uh, you know we always appreciate Green and Law. Without them, we can't get the show done. So for Big Joe and the Big Rig, until we chat again, you guys be blessed.